0: Hey everyone, it's Jamie Crozier here and welcome to the Organize Like a Pro podcast. Today we are going to share easy tips and tricks on how to save money when it comes to buying our groceries. And I know this is something I need a lot of help with. I am not very good at this. And so I have asked my friend Liz Dolan to come and share some of her tips and tricks. Now, Liz was born in small town Sullivan. She loves to travel. She goes on mission trips and other local and international travel experiences. She is the second child of seven kids. She's a leader at her church. She leads worship and family life. She has two cats that she loves, a Peronica and Pepe. She says her hair has been nearly every color combination and some things that she enjoys outside of saving money on groceries, of course, are graphic design, building things, making jewelry, cooking, baking, meal prepping, singing, and she loves, loves, loves good coffee Gardening, and she enjoys problem solving and figuring out processes, kind of like what we're going to talk about today. So, without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Well, hey, Liz. Hello so good to see you and chat with you today, my good friend. So Liz is on social media. We're friends on social media. And I don't know, a little bit of go, maybe a couple months or so. Liz made this post that caught my attention because it it basically talked about how she was grocery shopping based on what she already had in her home. And it was one of those things that I never would have thought about until something made me think about it, that I usually go grocery shopping and spend way too much money on things I don't really need, or because I found 10 recipes and I'm going to make all these things, which I never do. And then I end up just throwing away things in my fridge or my pantry or my freezer. And it just seemed like that is so disorganized and a waste of money. And it's probably a place where we don't even think about we can save Money And I know everyone wants to do that. So I invited Liz to talk to us today a little bit more about that. So Liz, my first question for you is, first of all, before we get into the details, which I I need, I need the details. What
1: really inspired you to do this? So I I think I've always been like a penny pincher, like cheapskate to the max. Um, But um, I'm always looking for ways of saving money or getting out of debt and all that sort of stuff. But I'm the second of seven children, so we have a large family. And then you know we brought friends over as kids, and then you know, having families of our own. My mom has been like, Jesus works miracles through her cooking somehow where she'll like open up tons of cans of things, throw it in a container and then like feed everybody somehow. We never, we never run out. There's always plenty for everybody. Oh yes. Invite all your friends and their friends. They can all come over and we'll all eat together. And so I think seeing that growing up, I was just like, how does she do that? I don't understand. And she would just randomly find things. And of course she was trying to feed all of us on a budget. Um, and so I think that really was what taught me how to make things out of what we already had. But then I also follow um, this lady called Jordan Page on Instagram and YouTube. And she has a large family as well. And she has a bajillion videos just talking about how to save money and meal prep. And she does this big challenge for her followers called shelf timber where she takes the month of September And they shelf cook, which is what we'll talk about today. And they cook off of what they already have. And they try as much as possible or as cheaply as possible to not go to the grocery store or not have to spend extra money on other things To cook. So I think a combination of both of those has helped me find ideas and get creative with with how I cook or how I plan my meals and stuff.
0: If you had to, this is kind of on the spot question for you, Liz, but by doing this, if you had to guess how much you might save just in money on a monthly basis, how much do you think you might save?
1: Probably half of what I would have spent before. I grocery shop maybe once a month, um, and it is just me, but I think I probably spent maybe $200 for the month, which is like 50 bucks a week usually. And I can do less than that if I use up stuff in my freezer and fridge. So, you know, 200 to 250 is, is about a regular amount for me. So maybe half of that, sometimes less than that if I'm feeling really, really courageous and I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to the grocery store at all. <laughs> and I'll just see what I can do with what I have and uh, go from there.
0: Okay. Well, that is inspiration for me. So if you guys are listening to this right now, I want you to pay attention because you have the opportunity to maybe cut your grocery bill in half. So Liz, walk us through the steps. How do we do this?
1: Okay. So a big like hiccup that people usually do when they are thinking of what to you know cook for this week for their family or for themselves is is they just go to the grocery store without a plan and they just wander down the aisles and they just pick up things that look good. And they're like, oh yes, those noodles, I'm going to make something. And they don't even know if they have noodles at home. Oh, that jar of this or that, or, oh, that's on sale. I'll grab it. I'm sh- Oh, I'm going to make something out of that. Or, oh, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to get a ton of veggies. And then they're just going to like rot in my fridge while I eat all the snacks instead. And so it's like all of those Th- that kind of process is dangerous for our wallet and probably our waistline. But,
0: um, Liz, I feel like maybe <laughs> you were following me in the store. <laughs> you were describing my shopping <laughs> to a T.
1: I saw you. <laughs> but that's what a lot of people do. Or they sit at home and they're like, oh, what well, sounds good tonight? And they just make a random decision and they'll, you know, they'll browse through Pinterest or whatever and they'll try maybe recipes they've never tried. And I'm not against getting adventurous in your cooking or meal choices, but most of us stick to like the same sorts of things, you know, and we rotate that. And I think that lots of people just find something on Pinterest that sounds good. And then they just go shop and they never check (laughs) what they have at all. And things just pile up, pile up um, and get stuffed in the back of fridges and freezers. And go go bad. So the idea is really to avoid those things. Not that those things are necessarily bad, but I know one thing that Jordan talked about was having a specific shelf for leftovers. So all of her family knew that that shelf really needed to be eaten first or quickly or chosen from or transformed from what it was into something a little bit different by, you know, adding things or changing stuff. So, um, I loved that idea of having, you know, cause you get leftover containers and they got shoved to the side and then something new comes in and you've lost that pasta you swore you were going to eat in the back of the fridge and it's just gone. So, uh, the idea is that you would inventory what you have in your house first. And, um, obviously fridge stuff is going to go bad first and then freezer, if it gets freezer burnt or has been in there way too long, and then your pantry. And I normally, I don't write down literally everything because I mean, some things don't really matter. So like for instance, if you have snacks or chips or something like that, you don't need that to plan a meal necessarily. Um, but like canned goods and and certain stuff like that, you're going to want, you're gonna to want to have on your list, but maybe not condiments, unless you need to pick it up because you know it's absolutely gone. But you don't need to put literally every condiment and everything in your because that would take forever, and nobody wants to do that. But it's like the bulk of things you're trying to make sure that you inventory that. So you inventory, and then you kind of look for common common themes. So I was gonna look up um, a picture of what I had shared because I know that I had all these things. It was like jarred things, canned things, frozen fridge, things that were specifically vegetables or fruit, and then pantry items I had listed. And then I found common things like tacos or fajitas, which could be made from chicken or beef, which I had both. And then like if you have peppers or, you know, shells or cheese or sour cream, salsa, that kind of stuff, if you can find that you have most of it. Then you're like, oh, that looks like tacos. Or if you don't want to do the shells and you want to, you have broth and you want to make it into like a taco soup and you can just throw cans of things together, you could do that too. And so finding things that off the top of your head, you know, that you eat as a family or that you could transform into something different, um, but is a leftover, but also maybe doesn't look the same because not everybody wants to eat meatloaf 10 times in in a week. So um, doing that, but then... Um, she also suggested allrecipes.com because you can actually check off certain items you have. So you're like, I have broccoli, I have spinach, I have this, I have this, what can I make out of that into a meal? Or is there a recipe that uses those sorts of things? And also you can Google, um, recipe, you know, from cream cheese and this and this and that you can just put all that together and sometimes you'll get random recipes that pop up and so, you know, maybe you only need one thing. You look at that whole list that you have, and you've come up with, you know, a handful of items to make out of what you found in your fridge, freezer, and pantry. And then you go to the store, and maybe you only need like a container of chicken broth to make everything complete. And instead of spending another $50 and wasting the $50 you spent last week in your fridge and freezer, you know, you can just spend like $5 and you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, that's great. And so I love the idea of being able to do that because I think we forget what's in our fridge and freezer and then it's like these little hidden gems you find.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I was kind of taking mental notes here for myself. So moving forward. So this is what I heard you say. I heard you say, like, have a plan, have a leftover shelf, which is really cool. I never thought about that. And then when you're making your inventory, start with your fridge, then your fee- freezer, and then your pantry. I never really thought about it. that. Makes total sense because the stuff in your fridge is going to expire first.
1: I think the the other thing that has been good for me, whether I was living with a roommate or having somebody stay with me or whatever, I put something on my fridge. Sometimes I've typed it up. Sometimes I've written it up. But just like what's in there and what could be made from it because you know, I've, I lived with people and it's like, there's nothing to eat in here. I can't find anything. And then you open the fridge. You're like, there's that, 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 that. Oh, okay. And so, um, my niece lived with me for a while and she was always like, I'm hungry and there's nothing here to eat. And I'm like, okay. So I made a little list of like, here's what you can have. And it would, anytime you look in the fridge, those things are going to be there, you know? And so like, that's what I would often do. I would have like this little cheat list that as I would use it up, I would mark it off. um, And then I would know what I didn't have to eat anymore. And I could make decisions based off of that instead of going, oh, this is what I want. And I don't have it. So I'm going to go get it. Well, let me look at my list of like 20 things I do have and see if maybe something sticks out to me (laughs) to pick from that to eat. So that's, yeah, that's kind of worked for me too, is to be able to post it somehow. And I'm sure with families with children who are like, Mom, what are we having? You know, and so to have a list, ongoing list, at least a little bit of just like, okay, this is what we're having for dinner. And this is what you can plan for. Or if you wanted to have an easy grab snack, this is what you can grab from. And so at least you know, and they know, and they won't ask you 20 times. So (laughs)
0: I needed that tip a few weeks ago. Oh, no. I, that's, a, that's a great tip, actually. Um, so this would be a little plug for if you haven't already heard this episode, um, I believe the title of it is How to Help Children Through Quarantine, and it airs November 19th. Um, but in that episode, I shared a story of, you know, it was day, I don't know, of quarantine. And my son is like, what is for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? And I lost it. I like just lost my cool. And so it was just a real life story of mommies and parents and adults need do-overs too. But if I would have had that tip, list, <laughs> it would have been right there for him to see. That is a great idea because I do have two kids. Um, one is 8 and one is 12. So they're old enough that they, they probably can't. I wouldn't have them use a stove and oven right now. But they could definitely microwave some leftovers if they knew that it was free for them to have, especially if I couldn't be there to make something for them right away. Yeah. I can see that also freeing up my time. You know, we're talking about finances here. But just think as I think through that part of it, I think that can free up a lot of time as well. Because how much time am, are we spending? I know I am spending making meals when I have meals that I can't eat. So I, I'm thinking... This is going to be a lot of freedom in the evenings for people. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I love all these tips. We will link in the show notes, um, how to find that Jordan page so people can see more information on that. And I think we have a PDF of some directions that we can share and we'll also link those websites that you talked about, Liz. Awesome. (laughs)
1: So
0: is there, is there anything, what is there anything you're particularly working on? Or if anyone wants to follow you and see what you're doing, how can they find you?
1: I do a couple of different things I, on Instagram. I have a second Instagram that's uh, like a lot of like food and meal prepping and just like recipe type stuff um, that I had started editing and put together out there. So it's like um, I can send you like the link, but it's Liz must lose to win. Um, and it was kind of started as like a weight loss Instagram to help me and help push me and, you know, keep me on track. Well, that sounds like a great
0: thing to follow. Thanks for sharing that. And we will make sure to put the direct link to that Instagram account into our show notes today. Liz, thank you so much for being here today. It was great chatting with you. And I really enjoyed these tips and tricks that I am ready to implement starting today, tomorrow, next time I go to the grocery store. Thank you. It was great talking to you. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for being with me today in this podcast. If you found any of this information helpful, would you consider sharing it with a friend? And as always, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you do not miss when a new episode drops. The show notes for today's episode can be found on our website at organizedlikeapro.us. I'm Jamie Crozier, and this is
1: Organized Like a Pro.